While you're nodding to the sound of the beat, let me tell you how you can take your training and racing to the next level. Train Smooth offers a full online coaching service for as little as $60 per month. I also offer a membership coaching service for as little as $20 per month. And if it's only swimming you want, well, that's nice and simple. We provide full structured swim sessions every single week for as little as $10 per month. All you have to do is visit trainsmooth.com. Good day, awesome people. Welcome to episode 351 of the Trainsmove podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have any questions, jump on through to the website, trainsmove.com. Send me through an email, tim at trainsmove.com. Just like Brian did. And he wrote, I'm 27 years old. I live in California. I completed, I competed, completed my first ever sprint triathlon two years ago. I did my first Olympic triathlon last year and as of last weekend, completed my first half Ironman. Um, first up, oh, no, I'll skip that bit. Uh, I hope to share this, my training schedule for the last four months, my racing time and shortcomings. Um, I trained seriously for four months using the training plan on this website, which was from triathlete.com. Um, I'm attaching my fitness tracker, um, basically everything he's done. I'm just shortcutting this because it's a pretty long email and I suck reading out loud. Uh, my race times were, uh, oh, he, he wrote in his um, training plan, his training tracker he did he, the last four weeks, where was it? Um, he, he got sidetracked a little with vacations and work got pretty full on um, so we missed out on a couple of sessions my race times were 37 minute swim transition 1 was 4 minutes 11 bike was 2, two hours 51 minutes um, transition 2 was 5 minutes 43 and in brackets he forgot his belt slash bib he had to run back that sucks. Uh, his run was two hours twelve, and then he writes, uh, "The run is where I can improve the most. I was training eight minute mile pace and was planning to complete at the thirteen point one miles with a nine minute per mile pace, but my body completely was exhausted, so I jogged thirty seconds, walked ten seconds in the last half of the run." My nutrition plan was good. I carbo-loaded days before the event. I consumed 60 to 80 grams of carb on the bike. Uh, that seems a bit low for that amount of time on the bike. Um, and was staying hydrated on the bike and on the run. I was consuming electrolytes on the run and carbs. Uh, temperature was hot, uh, 78 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, and I, my heart rate was around or above 170 beats for most of the run. I am planning to sign up for my first Ironman in July 25th next year, in 2020. Any advice? And he's also booked in for the LA Marathon in March 2020. So I looked up on your plan, I looked up on what you've completed. First, I checked out the triathlete.com um training plan that's all good stuff um all nice basic all you know easy to follow oh you've sent me what you've completed 
And the thing that stands out like dog nuts to, straight off the bat is the lack of um, long bike rides and the lack of long runs. And just to give an example, like I'll look up here, uh, long bike ride, 135 minutes. Long bike ride, 180 minutes. Uh, where are we? Um, I'm just looking. Long run, 90 minutes. Um, I'm just flicking through here. Long long bike, 150 minutes. Um, th these are um, for 70.3. It's really not long. Um, so uh, if I if I bring things right back here, um, you said your biggest improvement can be on the run. I actually disagree. I think your biggest improvement can be on your bike. Um, where, what I mean, if you're able to put in a good, solid bike ride, you you arrive to that race very fit on the bike, your run's going to improve because of it because you're getting off the bike, you're in better shape. Um, your swim, your swim's actually, if I was to grab your swim, bike, run and put it in a nice straight, like you put to see where it lines up, your swim's ahead of where your bike and run is. So that's good, because it's normally the other way around. Normally everyone's bike and run's a hell of a lot more advanced than their swim is. So that, that's that's good news. Um, so um, you got to keep in mind, when you're doing, you know, we, you've got your um, marathon coming up, you need to build your long runs up to two hours. Um, just a nice stable diet of two hour long runs every single week as you're getting closer to your marathon we're talking 12 weeks out you need to be increasing that to you know two and a half hours you know 20 miles for a long run is a really nice thing to be able to achieve semi-regularly and if you can't do it in one hit because your body doesn't want to maybe two hours of a morning another hour in the evening just to put those real big solid miles in so come race day it's not it's not killing you um so i'd be slowly building that up i'd be adding walking into your long runs too so it, it, especially when you're first building these volumes up so I'd be look at first up. I'd be just running nine minutes, walk one minute, run nine minutes, walk one minute, constantly over and over, and just build your volume up. And then you can slowly decrease from one minute walk down to thirty second walks. And then you, after a while, you can decrease that to walking if and when needed. And then from there, you can start adding spice to it, adding some tempo towards the end, or you know, adding you know, playing around with it. Um. As for your bike ride, when we're talking about a 70.3 training for a bike ride, it really needs to be around four hours, at minimum every second week. Because um, you're just going to get off the bike, you're going to have too much fatigue, you're not going to be able to put in a good bike ride, generally speaking. There are some people that can do it, but for the most part, you're just going to get off the bike um, too, too fatigued and then you're going to experience you know a bit of a death march on the run which that's what you experience with your and you're forced down to jog 30 seconds walk 10 seconds um so that that indicates a, a lack of um volume you've done in training also i, d I don't think your um work 
um, and vacation night would have played too much of a part in that because it was closer to the end of your build towards your race. So I think um, just by looking at what I have, you can you, you can class that as freshening up for your race. So that, I don't think that had a massive impact on your race at all. Um, so, so the biggest, the biggest thing that I can see here is volume. And now it's easy for me to sit back here in my little comfy chair and go, "Oh, you need more volume, 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 volume." But it, but it greatly depends on your available training hours too. You may not have the um, available training hours. So, and if that's the case, Ironman may not be the best option because when we're talking about Ironman. Um, you've got to find that 4K long swim every week. You got to, and this is if your goal is to finish, just the just to finish the Ironman. Um, you you've got to be finding that four four plus kilometer swim every week. You've got to be finding um, a six hour bike ride at least every fortnight um, into the in the lead up for an Ironman, and then you've got to be putting in those um, to two to three hour long runs the next day people say oh i shouldn't be running more than two i, I don't sign off on that um as long as your body can handle it handle it it'd be you know chopping it off at three hours um or 20 to all 20 miles whatever comes first um but and so you've got to over over communicate first you've got to over communicate with your family saying look i want to do this iron man i really need you know let's say every fortnight i need to be doing a six hour bike ride and the the next fortnight i probably should be doing a four hour bike ride so there's you know a little bit of wiggle room there every single sunday i really need to be cutting aside six hours sorry cutting aside you know three hours for the run and then of a weekday you can you know at least one hour every day two hours would be better so you you got to have this talk with your family and if and if you know over communicate now before you sign up for the ironman because because you need their support um to especially to make it work and you because you don't want to be getting off the bike after 180 k's of just you know and doing a death march for 42 k's and it, that's brutal um and and looking at your watch thinking am i going to make the cutoff so you're 27 years old so another thing that stands out to me here is your heart rate um now fair enough it was warm um i don't think you were 70.3 conditioned um so your heart rate's going to be a little bit higher i would consider when's your march is your marathon uh, so for the rest of this year I would do heart rate training for your run. I, um, we'll do it for both bike and run here. So we'll do it for the run. I'd, I'd be actually training at math. And it's going to seem real slow, real, you know, could be boring. Um, but it's basically more or less 180 minus your age thereabouts. So um, let me, and if you're uninjured, um, take away 27, so plus we'll add five because you're, um, not we'll cast you're not injured. So, you're keeping your heart rate roughly around the 158, so between 155 and 160, thereabouts. So, so this may mean you're going to be walking up hills, um, at first, trying to keep it at that, that era. So, I'd be doing that for the rest of this year. 
my, you know, what when did you um at least till mid mid December, keeping it till around that. Um no bugger it. Do it for the rest of this year. Um just doing math tra- math work. Now what you're trying to do is just build volume up at that particular heart rate. So do a couple of runs, tests, test to see, get a bit of feel for it. And then in that week one, you want to do a time trial for at that math heart rate. So you pick a nice, whatever course you want to do, nice flat course, preferably. Um, one that you can test once every four weeks or thereabouts. And you just do a five, five kilometer or a 10 kilometer math test and just work out your pace and then you can now you've got something you can go back to so you keep a whole four weeks of math training go back do another test and you can see if you're improving your math pace at that same heart rate or or not so i'd be doing that for the rest of this year now with your bike ride um i'd be doing um something very similar um but i'd be doing it um good old-fashioned um alan Pittman's way he keeping your heart rate between um 50 and 70 percent so if you want to do a quick um max heart rate test just just do a good solid warm-up for about 15 minutes preferably on the trainer it's a lot easier to done on the trainer warm up for about 15 minutes now after about 10 minutes you want to start adding a few 20 seconds 30 seconds hard efforts quickly and then a bit of rest now the main set for doing this is um three minutes all out bum, 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 bum. like you're just gonna you know murder something so you just three minutes max then you're having one minute easy don't stop pedaling keep pedaling one minute easy and then it's one minute max effort again just balls to the wall just full-on max effort just whatever you can you have no idea once you get to about 45 seconds you think to yourself i have no idea how i'm going to make these last 15 seconds just plaster it now that should hopefully give us your max heart rate and then you're basically keeping your bike for the for the most part between 50 and 70 percent of that and you're just putting in good solid miles i'd probably look at doing that probably up until the marathon yeah shortly after the marathon and then i'd start looking hang on let me let me just see when's your ironman next in july um yeah probably around around the marathon and then i'd switch start switching and start building um strength and speed on top on top of that um you're just trying to build a good aerobic base just and the and the good and to capitalize on this sort of um training you need volume too so you get to a level and you think um plateauing it's time to add a little bit more volume on it that's generally the outskirts of it now with your with your swim um depending on your training available training hours i'd be still trying to jump in the water three days a week if you can't i'd be at minimum for the rest of this year at least one day a week because you've got to get your bike and run to the just to the same level as your swim is um, at first, and then just maybe start picking it up next year. That's if your available training hours isn't isn't that pretty. Um, so that that's kind of where I'd be be heading with it personally. That's where I'd be heading with it. 
Um, and that, and that's at me looking at what you've got here at a glance too. Um, but yeah, no, it's pretty cool. I'm, I'm, um, I like this question because it's, it's just, it's just cool. Uh, if it, but keep me updated. I, I like all this stuff. Keep us updated, and um, and we can go from the you know give us updates. And if you have any more questions, we can go from there. Uh, if you guys have any other questions, Tim at TrainSmooth dot com. Till next episode. Hooray.